0: On today's podcast, we talk about, are you a thinker or are you a doer? Are you someone that overanalyzes, someone that thinks yourself out of action, maybe thinks yourself out of investments, or are you someone that is taking action despite being uncomfortable, despite being fearful, despite being concerned even sometimes? Because a lot of times, if you are not taking the action, you are staying in the unhappy place that you probably are in. Moment, moment. and don't go wait until the morning, morning you never know when
1: it is, over, over. All that I know is happy Labor day weekend it's pretty crazy to think that the summer has already flown it's, by
0: it makes me sad but i I will say I do kind of love like the you know the fall weather the like 50s 60s um I like warm weather better but <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I can get down with, like, I enjoy going to, like, apple orchards, pumpkin patch can be fun for the kids sometimes. Basic witch stuff. Basic witch stuff, yeah, I love everything. (laughs) Pumpkin, uh, just actually got a couple of cans of pumpkin arriving in my Thrive Box today uh, in preparation, but, and actually pumpkin's a really good vegetable for you, but what I don't like is Illinois weather leading into the winter because you just know that, like, it's, it's coming mm-hmm. brace for it. Right. Yep. Um, but the other thing is I think, and maybe this is just me because I'm not great at interior design and, uh, decorations and stuff. It's very difficult for me between like summertime, July 4th ish into like, what do I do for my house decorations between now and like Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Because I got all the fall stuff and I love doing that. Like the thankful and not the apples and pumpkins,
0: but like the August, September time, like what do you yeah. decorate with? i football stuff. That's what our house is all the, like I saw a video on Instagram the other day that was like, it's football season. That means Thursday night football, Friday night football, Saturday all day, Sunday all day, Monday night football. And then you have to watch the recaps Tuesday through Wednesday. (laughs) It's like, this is my life. (laughs) This is my life every fall. Mm -hmm. That is my life. So Nick has a fantasy football draft Friday that we get back next week. Um, From Branson, so this is a while ago. But uh, so, yeah, you know, it's just it's it's football season in our house. Yeah, I love football. I I just
1: don't follow it enough, nor do I have the time to pay attention to care enough. Mm -mm. Um,
0: I'm just there. I am there supporting. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, cooking usually.
1: It's nice to have Sundays that are chill and you're watching the game Mm -hmm. and whatever. But um, also with children, you have to entertain them as well. So
0: I do. Yes, I am the one that does that during football season. Love my husband, but but that's just what comes with it.
1: Carson's getting older and yeah,
0: you will maybe. Well, we do a lot of like, you know, football games at Nick's parents, um, where his mom then you know gets to entertain. But then I feel bad because his mom really likes watching the games too. I like watching the games, but like I'm not as obsessed. You're not screaming at the TV, I am okay. Yes, I am not screaming at the TV. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I do love, I love fall. Fall is my second favorite season, Um, but and I'm I'm with you. I love all the pumpkin things, all the pumpkin, you know, pumpkin loaf, pumpkin oatmeal, Mm. pumpkin muffins. Pumpkin muffins are the best, and apple. So I love making.
1: Um, mm, what's the the name of it that I'm looking for? Strudel, apple. No, and it's not fritters because I have that on my mind, but. Cobbler kind of, you know, where it's okay. basically like you take the oatmeal and you put in like some like brown sugar, some mm. nuts and whatever. Mm-hmm. Apple crisp. There oh, it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh do gosh. like apple crisps. I do love apple
0: crisps. You crisp. make at crisps. You make them a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're okay. delicious.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, by the time this airs, we've already gone to the apple orchard because we're going this weekend, which is yeah. like the twenty. I don't know, 20th or something. Mm-hmm. Um, this weekend, uh, I was just looking up and they have like sunflower um Fields that are going oh, to be like the last two weekends of the month. So yeah, this is a uh, couple weeks back now, but uh, we're going camping again. And so I looked, and there's like three or four different orchards in the area. And I just thought it would be nice. There's mm-hmm. um, Tanner's is out there; it's the big one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I just thought it'd be nice to have something to do besides just uh-huh. be at the campground or whatever. And we're already going to hike one day. So, anyways, yeah, we're gonna pick apples. And then the beginning of September, right now, actually, is apple
0: crisp, which are my favorites. That's so fun. Yeah. So if you're new here. Welcome to our jibber-jabber. Um, Liz and I are functional practitioners. We are moms. We help women uh, work through all types of health conditions and struggles and symptoms, whether it's gut-related, hormone-related, all the things related, because it usually is immune system metabolism, the the whole gamut. Um, and on our podcast, we talk through a lot of those things to help you understand concepts, to help you understand... What you might be dealing with to better approach it, uh, but on Fridays, we talk about tough love things. We talk about, usually a little bit more mindset-focused, a little bit more, you know, action-focused. And you know what? I actually uh, if anyone watches Succession out there, I think this is a great little segue too. Um, Succession is about a family that is like a very dysfunctional family. And the father owns this huge multi-billion dollar company that he basically Mm -hmm. built. Um, And he's basically, he's a dick. Like he's, you know, he's just not a good, technically not a great person. Um, Wasn't a great father. Like what, you know, Uh, and at his funeral, I'm going to ruin it. If you're watching it, I'm sorry, I'm going to ruin it. At his funeral, they give a speech. One of his sons gives a speech and was like, you know, my dad is all of the things that you probably said he was but he was a doer. He was someone that took action. He was someone that built things. He was someone that, yes, he may not have been the most sensitive person. He may not have been the happiest person, but he was happy doing what he did. Mm -hmm. And that was doing. And it was like, it was a really good speech. Um, But it also made me think like taking action is where things are at, right? Like you can think so much. You can think yourself out of action constantly. And a lot of people do, you know, like I see plenty of people when they think too much about doing something or investing in something, you immediately talk yourself out of it. Like we have, Liz and I take sales calls all the time. And if someone does not sign up on the call, it is very frequently happening that they are not signing up at all, because then you have time to basically talk yourself out of action. And What we wanted to talk about today, too, was being afraid of the wrong things when you are going about a process, when you are, you know, venturing into a new health journey step or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, remember, like, the only thing that gets you anywhere is taking action.
1: Yeah. And I would say just in the defense of this guy who I don't even know or the show, you have to in some way, shape or form be kind of a, a jerk because you're very driven and you are straight into the point and that's not going to sit well with a lot of people because you Mm -hmm. have expectations. And so I'm not saying that you need to be rude to people or that you need to be, you know, a dick or whatever, uh, this guy is, but you do need to have standards. And as leaders, you have to have expectations and position yourself as leaders. Otherwise people, one, aren't going to follow you and you're never going to grow a business to that level. looks like, you know, maybe he's grown businesses to like million dollar Billion, Like private jets everywhere, all things, Um, you know, like I think there's a couple of people that I look up to in business and even though they are very admirable, they're very nice, you know that they're having tough conversations behind closed doors, right? And so then that person would assume this guy or this, you know, this woman, whatever um, is a jerk. And the reality is you have to have expectations and values and sometimes you're just not going to cut, make the cut. Right. Um, we've learned that in business over the past six years together. There's some people that just didn't make the cut. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not that they're a bad person. It's that our expectations were different than their expectations. Um, and if you're going to grow a business or you're going to grow as a person, you're going to grow and develop even in your career, you have to always be leveling up and you don't level up without taking action and doing things that are challenging, uh, taking, Leaps of faith, right? Having people push you to next levels. And if you always ask yourself, like, what if, you know, this doesn't go right, then you will never take that leap of faith. And then you're going to eventually at some point in time, as I think every person that's ever, uh, you know, kind of been interviewed on the end stage of life, they always look back and say, I wish I would have done X, Y, and Z. I wish I would have, instead of thinking, what if, and not ever taking that action? Because now you have the regrets that you didn't do it. Mm Mm-hmm right? And so the, the the question here that you should ask yourself is what if I don't do this? What if I don't take that course? Well, that's kind of easy. You're not going to gain the knowledge, mm-hmm. right? And if you don't gain the knowledge, you're not going to grow as a person, you're not going to get the raise that you want or maybe that next level job or whatever that looks like for you. What if you don't take care of your health? I don't think that it needs to be said. We have the an epidemic on our hands of disease. That's what happens if you don't take care of your health. Yep. Yep. So ask yourself today, instead of saying like, am I afraid to do this? And that's okay if you are afraid to do things. Becca and I do things all the time we're afraid to do, or we're kind of like, ooh, you know, not really sure how this might pan out, but we're taking a leap of faith and we're saying we're going to trust, you know, the process, if you will, in terms of he, these are the people that we have hired to coach us in different uh, ways, both personally and uh, in our profession and in our career. I hired them, so I trust them. Am I comfortable doing the things that they ask? Does it, re- no. Does
0: it require me to do things that I haven't done in the past? Yes, that's the whole point. Yeah, absolutely. And this is something too, that the deeper you get into places in your life, the bigger those leaps are going to be. And that's that it, the more uncomfortable they're going to be too. And hopefully if you are someone that continues to take those leaps, you get a little bit more comfortable taking them. But at the end of the day, like, If you're someone that has built a solid foundation of consistent exercise and eating healthy for the most part and taking care of yourself, but you're still dealing with health issues, the things that you may need to do to change them are going to be bigger leaps of faith. It's not going to be eat more vegetables. It's not going to be drink more water. It may be doing things that make you uncomfortable for a period of time. It may be, hey, we're going to have to cut back on protein because we think protein might be driving blood sugar issues. Or hey, we might need to completely remove carbs for a short period of time to see if we can resensitize something. Like there's a lot of things that are, you know, scary and there's stigmas around. But the deeper you get into your health journey, the tougher things are likely going to be. The same thing with a business. Like if you are trying to grow a business or start a business or run a business, the deeper you get into your business, the bigger the leaps of faith, the more money involved, the leaps of faith. Like It, it all get, continues to get bigger too. And that's the other aspect that can be tough to swallow, but the reality of it, and that's what I think we all need to come back to is like, okay, maybe I have these fears Maybe I have these worries or concerns around what I'm going to get into, but what's the reality? Like, okay, if I, I, I can worry about this all I want, I can worry that if I do this, it's not going to work. Okay, then what? You've learned something else that doesn't work, and now you can take different action. Like, that is how I look at everything that I'm doing in my life, is I am going to learn from this either way, and I need to do it because I need to find out. Like, I need the answer. And- You need to be constantly searching for answers versus hoping for answers to show up on your effing doorstep. Like it's just not going to happen. And the only way that you can find what works best for you is to continuously do things to figure out if this is better than the last thing, or if this is going to be an improvement or a decline. And then take that and work with it. And I think that so many of us, myself included, at times, I just you know, I I worry. Like, I I worry, what if this isn't worth it? What if I don't do well enough? What, you know, all of the what ifs. But the what ifs keep me from taking action. And that's the biggest problem. And that's what I always come back to is like, okay, I'm sitting here. I'm worrying about this situation. I'm worrying about whether what I'm doing is good enough or whatever might be happening. Make a to-do list. Like, start taking action on specific things. And that is, you know, a big value as to what we and myself and Liz and Art and our team are looking for right now is like the people that we hire force us to take action on things. We have ideas, we have the tools, but to have someone force you to take action on things, in my opinion, is invaluable. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: taking um, your commitment to the next level when you invest in yourself because you have put your hard earned money into you know, your business in a way that You've not done before, and you want to follow through, right? It's different. It, it's for example, if you have an app, let's say Loom. I don't know if they still exist. I think that got sued. Somebody got sued. I don't remember. Loom? Anyways, not Loom. Uh, Noom, Loom. Oh, yeah. So let's say you have an app that you pay. I don't know how much it costs. Probably fifteen dollars a, a month. Okay, great. So not a lot of money invested into that, right? Like it's one of those subscriptions that you're going to kind of forget about, kind of like all the people that belong to the Anytime Fitness and never go because they just forget about it and they make it so hard to cancel. So hard. Anyways, we digress because we Figure it out, LA Fitness. LA Fitness, export, any of them. Uh, so frustrating. Like, can't you just cancel my subscription or my- membership instead of me having to come in with a letter and like a certified letter and all of these things. Anyways. So what I'm getting at here is you have a low barrier to entry, uh, investment. It doesn't really hurt you. You may not notice that $15 a month for this app and therefore you don't really use that app and therefore you don't benefit from it. You don't change because it's kind of like, well, nobody's going to know. There's no like accountability. Nobody's following up with me, right? They just keep sending me articles every day that I'm supposed to read and things that I'm supposed to do and, you know, habits and focuses. But because there's not a real person there, most people, not saying everyone, don't really follow through. On the flip side, if you've invested a higher level of yourself, whether that is time, energy, finances, whatever that's going to look like for the individual, You're gonna pay a lot more attention, right? And you're gonna follow through. I've talked about this before in other podcasts. Like if I have someone to answer to who is going to be face to face with me via, you know, Zoom or maybe in person or whatever, I don't wanna show up and be like, yeah, I just didn't just didn't do the things you told me to do. Right. I don't wanna be that person. And so instead of asking yourself, like, what if I make this investment and it doesn't go well, ask yourself what happens if I don't? Because if you don't do it, then you just know no matter what, you're not improving. You're not gaining skill sets. You're not expanding yourself. You're you know, not pushing yourself to the next level. And so you're either staying, you know, moving forward or you're moving backwards. There's really no staying stagnant in life because you're always moving one direction or the other. And so this is kind of what we've talked about in other episodes too, where if you're faced with temptation, you're kind of asking yourself, Okay. Is this going to take me closer to my goal? Is this going to take me further from my goal? And some days and times you do need to just chill out and relax and enjoy life. And, you know, I I share, you know, some of my clients this past weekend, one of them was really worried about going out uh, to dinner with her family at this carousel place they were going to. And I said, just go and enjoy and relax and be present. And don't worry if it's not a hundred percent perfect. And she's like, okay, thank you so much. That makes me feel so much better. Because I think we also need permission sometimes to recognize that You're not going to be perfect every day. So she messaged me back the next morning. She's like, I did exactly what you said. I went, I enjoyed the things I wanted to enjoy, which weren't even things that I thought that I would have wanted to have months ago. She's like, ice cream, like I could leave it or take it. So I left Mm -hmm. it. The next morning, she was down four pounds. She's like, my blood sugars are in the 80s, like just within a week of putting in some new protocols for her. And she's like, I'm so happy that I listened, you know, to my gut intuition and didn't just cave to the situation because that's what everybody else was doing. She's like, I realize now it's so much more. And Beck and I talk about this all the time that your environment and the experiences that you have with other people are so much more than the food or the drinks that are present. And sure, it's nice to go and enjoy sometimes, but we as a society base everything around food, drinks, cake, cookies, dessert. Uh-huh. What is Christmas, right? You bake all the cookies every birthday party. You're worried about, you know, the birthday cake or whatever that's going to look like. And you overbuy cupcakes, you know, all of the things, uh, because that's kind of like what we're taught. But the reality is, especially for like little ones, like for example, Carson didn't care about all the things at Chuck E Cheese. He just loved that all the kids were there to play
0: games. He right? did eat two things of dip and dots, but yes. Well, you know, my son left he wouldn't with eating have cared if they weren't there. Like right. he would have totally, you know, right. Um, Oh God, Marcus had way
1: too much sugar that day, but it was still so fun. much sugar. So, you know, what I'm getting at here is that it's how you think about things and what Beck and I always choose to think about in our business. And then just also in our personal life. And as we're growing, if I am not growing, I'm, stagnant or not stagnant, excuse me, but I'm I'm, shrinking. shrinking. Right. I'm not going to keep up with the person that is in front of us. Right. And my goal is not to keep up with them. My goal is to surpass them transparently. Like I want to have one of the biggest, you know, companies that we can in the functional nutrition space, because I know exactly how life changing this work is. And so whatever it is for you today, if it's committing to reading 10 pages a day for the next Three months. If it's starting seventy five hard. If it's working with a functional practitioner. If it's hiring a trainer. If it's signing up for a course that you you know want to take so that you can learn how to become, you know, a better version of yourself and maybe step into a new career or get the promotion. Like instead of asking yourself, well, what if this doesn't work out? What if weigh the the cost benefits here? What if you don't do it? You definitely know you're not going to improve.
0: Mm-hmm. It's you know. It- <laughs> It's actually when you break it down a really simple, simple concept and question. Like, do you take action or do you not? Are you happy with where you are or are you not? Because I think that question can answer it for you in and of itself. If you are unhappy, take the action.